Hey, welcome to Between Sundays, a Worship Realities podcast. This channel is supported by Diamonds Worship and will open the curtain on the realities of worship ministry in the church. Subscribe on Spotify or your favorite audio player and join the conversation with some of the area's best in worship and church leadership. Artwork for today's episode has been provided by Heather Hall of Heather Hall Creatives, and the podcast music was crafted by local producer Nathan Tubbs. Credits for this channel can be found in the description. Now to our hosts, Heather Hughes and Taylor Wood. Lane, how's it going, man? It's going great. It's good to see you. We have asked a few people um, if they had a podcast, what kind of podcast would they have? And we've had some interesting answers. Most of the time, it's with like um, how to be a Christian, but also be a bad person in some way. <laughs> it's kind of it's weird. It's it's yeah. seemingly been a, that has been the theme. It's been a theme that's been weird. So, if you had a podcast, um, what do you think it would be about? How to be a Christian and be a good person. Oh my gosh, no. Yeah. No, I I don't feel like I have a super. Uh, fun answer but my real answer because we're we really are in the process of uh we recently so we we may get into the story but a year ago we purchased our first facility Mm. in downtown conway we'd been mobile for almost seven years and we bought our own facility that was a whole god move and honestly uh, just a miracle and it came with this this detached uh, building that was kind of a youth building, and we've we've recently renovated that into our studio, which has been really fun um, for like songwriting initiatives as well as just a place to to go create. Whether it's like for our graphic designers or uh, musicians, singers. So we're starting a podcast uh, in this studio. And uh-huh. it's we 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 really want to start it just because you know it's been eight years of of church planting, mm-hmm. which has come with a lot of really fun and crazy God stories and uh, stories of failure and fun, and we just we just want to start like we just want to start sharing them so we don't so we don't forget them mm-hmm. uh, because even after eight years we're like oh what did what did happen then um and so we're gonna start a podcast that's not you know it'll be a city church podcast but it'll be based around stories mm-hmm. and it'll be kind of like sto- we don't know what we're gonna call it but stories from church planting um oh, yeah in that we want to also like just allow sort of your normal everyday people to share their stories as well like how has god changed you and how is he changing you Right. Uh, so that's what I would, you know, that's my kind of easy answer because we are in the process of doing that. So, yeah, um, that's going to be really cool for you guys. It's probably going to be really boring for everybody, no one that goes to your church, but, you know, just. I think you know. we've got some stories that will be enjoyable to listen to. Okay. I bet so because you got some cool people too and some fun folks uh, that I'm sure you can have on. Speaking of kind of how to, how you guys have made that happen, you talked about, you know, spinning that studio up and stuff like that for the podcast. I know that uh, you guys have um, Zach uh, Harrison on staff there. Like, what speak to? I think it'd be cool for some of the people to kind of hear about how a church plant has utilized the skills of an individual 
to like come on staff and do some things for the church, but then also kind of multi-use in some ways, uh, because we're also going to talk about some of the different hats you wear as well. So, uh, but talk about, I guess you could talk about Zach's position specifically. Um, but I think a church plant would kind of have to be interested in figuring out, okay, how do we build a studio? You know, how do, how would we utilize something like that? Yeah. Um, I feel like there's a lot, a lot of different ways that that conversation could go. There's, there's a lot there, but the first thing I think of is we, we've never hired from the outside. Uh, not that that is not that that's wrong or mm-hmm. even necessarily the best way to do things, but we just, we just haven't in eight years. We've, we've always kind of had, we've always felt like we've had the people that we've needed at the right times. And so for instance, Zach, um, you know, would not say that, would not say that he's a pastor. Um, Zach is a, Zach's a, a handyman and he, he's a maker and he's a creative. And so, and he's, and he's also um, an audio engineer. He went to engineering school. So um, in 2020, uh, Zach, who was just a volunteer became paid staff. Like I'm sh- I'm sure you guys experience this too. Like um, when everything shifted to online, it was like, we we have to hire Zach. Like we we need somebody who knows audio and knows video and can run with this because we don't we don't have anybody currently on staff that is great at that. And so we hired Zach full time, and you know he's he stayed on really out of necessity because after you know we did go back to meeting in person, that was right that was right when we moved into this new building Mm -hmm. where uh, we needed tons of renovations. And so in addition to all the production stuff that Zach does, um, he was, he was really heading up a lot of renovation projects that we had because we moved into a really old uh, church building. It's been in Conway, I think for like 80 years or something like that, but the architecture is really old and like there were 29 15 foot pews and there was pink carpet and just all these things that we spent the last year uh, changing and working on. And so he's been a, he's been a huge help for that. And, you know, as far as like uh, staff and hiring, but I mean, having Zach on staff has allowed guys like me and Joey and Joe to focus more on our people and like, people work um, because they're, they're both important. Like it's, it's important that we uh, steward this gift of a building that God's given us really well and get it to the place that we want. But it's, it's, it's a lot more important that we steward the people that he has put uh, kind of under our care. Uh, so yeah, we, we usually, we, we've never hired from the outside. We've always hired from within. Um, and we've tried, we've tried not to, be tied to like typical roles, um, but more so like what is God doing in this season and what do we need? Um, right. So I don't know. I hope maybe no, yeah, that's no, no, good because I think that also speaks to probably what your path has even been there at the church, because I know you've been involved in multiple different um, roles and you've always led worship. So you and I have a long history of that you kind of mentioned some earlier. I knew Lane, um, whenever he was in ninth grade and uh, brushing up those guitar skills and launching into worship leading ministry. 
um, and has you've been a worship leader that whole time since then. But um, it, the, again, the nature of building a church, you know, and, and having a church plant, hardly ever do you get to just focus on one singular thing. So uh, speak to your journey, um, you know, coming onto staff, your journey, the different roles you have played, and um, maybe how you kind of figured out how to navigate those, you know, how to make the best decision on what needs to be focused on at, at this time, you know, because you can't pour 100%, 100% of yourself into everything. So how do you make a decision on what, where your time needs to be spent? Yeah, that, uh, I'll, I'll just say too, like this is, that question is, is something that I'm asking like right now, you know, this mm-hmm. is, this is a very current, um, thing that I'm wrestling with because yeah, like I, you know, when I came to school, uh, I was, I was essentially just a worship leader. Um, we had a, we had a pretty solid core group of like eight musicians. And so we were kind of together figuring out how we wanted to lead this team. And then, you know, uh, that there was some ups and downs there, but then after I graduated, I got at my, my ask was come on to continue doing, uh, worship leading, you know, like serving as our worship pastor, but then also help with college. So, mm-hmm. you know, at the time our lead, our lead pastor, uh, when we, when we planted on campus was essentially our college pastor at the same time, right? They were kind of right. one and the same, but as the years went on and we, uh, you know, we, we let, our city know that it's not just a church for college students. We uh, gain families and have become this really cool multi-generational expression of the gospel. Mm-hmm. And cool. so in that, uh, you know, Joey needed to shift. Like you're saying, like the roles just the past eight years have kind of been like, okay, God, what's needed and what, what, what role do you want me to fill? Right. And so obviously Joey needed to shift from, specifically college and so it kind of became this like when i graduated we kind of moved into you've heard like i lead you watch i lead you help Mm -hmm. um you lead and i help and then you lead and i watch so after i graduated i kind of moved into this thing with joey where i've been watching him for a long time Mm -hmm. you know and so i was kind of i kind of moved into i'm leading and he's helping and that was that was a fun time you know it's it's tough like worship like a worship pastor and a college pastor i fully believe like those those can be two full-time jobs um and so it gets it gets hard because it's it's like if i want to do both of those really well then if i'm going to stay healthy then 50 percent of my energy goes to this and 50 percent goes to that and then you kind of get into the questions like you're talking about, like what is top priority mm-hmm. for a worship team? And then what is top priority for a college ministry? And so I feel like I was starting to try to figure some of that out. And then COVID happened, mm-hmm. changed everything. Right. Mm-hmm. And especially on the, I mean, it changed um, worship and college for sure, because we, you know, we moved online. Uh, we talked about this when we, in, in 2020 when we talked about worship leading, but it was hard to utilize your whole team because you're moving to 
recording and things get tricky. But then on the college side of things, at least UCA's campus, like Mm -hmm. really shut down. Like you couldn't, you know, I, I couldn't really go on campus um, because I wasn't a student and, but um, God has worked through. I feel like COVID didn't, didn't shut down college ministry, at least for us, but it, it slowed it down. Mm-hmm. Just, it really slowed it down. And what was cool is, you know, this is the end of the year that we move into this new facility. And we, pro- we had like, like 12, 13 really involved college students that um, just loved the Lord and loved the church. And uh, it was it was last winter when we moved in, there were tons of renovations and just work to be done and this and that. And we kind of brought them on as our winterns, our winter interns. As <laughs> oh, clever. Clever. Yeah. And it was, it was awesome. Um, it was, it was such a good time with, with those 12 or 13 students and they got to sit in on our staff meetings. And, and now at the beginning of this year, 2021, they were kind of helping me lead, um, this this college ministry because they just have more access and obviously they're around students every day. Yeah. As I have other tasks and things to get done, and so it's just kind of been this ebb and flow of like trying to trying to be really prayerful and figure out um, like God, what how do you want me to spend my time? Like what 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 is the best way for me to spend? A week and you know you kind of asked that and I haven't arrived at some grand conclusion but what I do know is that time spent with people is never wasted yeah so right whether that is grabbing coffee with uh, somebody on the worship team or it's going on campus for lunch with mm-hmm. a student or it's just making a phone call a phone call is a big deal yeah and we, I just don't, I don't remember that enough. Um, so right. in all of that, when I'm, when I'm kind of wrestling through, like, what do I prioritize? What, what feels mm-hmm. um, like I'm getting the most return? It's always people, people like just, just spending time with people, um, seeing them, being present with them, yeah. hearing where they're at. Mm-hmm. And also remembering that this has been big for me lately is that everybody's just not the same. So I, I can't take everybody and just like plug them into the worship team machine or the college ministry mm-hmm. machine. Um, everybody's got really individual callings and giftings. And I want to, I want to take the time to, to try to help them figure that out. I think, I think that is the, the best use of my time amongst all the other sort of regular between Sunday's tasks. So, right. Uh, all right. So we're going to, we're going to go into some, uh, speed round stuff. You ready? So sure. you and I know each other and have a long history, but Heather says that she also knows quite a few people from Conway. So what we're going to do is we're going to go into a speed round where Heather's going to say a name and you're going to say if you know that person or not. 
Okay. All right. So oh, this wow. is a fun little game. Oh, this is a fun on the spot game. There may sure. only be two names. I don't know. I'm, yeah. I may be over. over uh, like, well, l- let me give context to my knowing so many people in Conway yes. is, is my husband and I are actually involved in college and worship ministries as well. So we, we kind of share that that uh, in common with you which is kind of cool cool um and so uh we are associated with a group called chi alpha yep uh and so matt carpenter and that crew over there we know a lot of those people so cool. yeah okay so go matt do you know matt carpenter yes uh scale of one to ten how much do you like matt i'm just kidding i'm just kidding i thought you were gonna tell me to like Speed run, like say a word. When she says this person, I was like, "This, this may yeah. not go well." Oh man, no, but that's cool. And and we've just known lots of students that have gone through UCA, so that's that's so cool. I love to just see uh, how God is just moving across that area, and I just love to hear more stories of people who are you know doing things uh, yeah. to reach the campus and and to reach the community. And so I think it's I'm I'm loving just sitting here listening to your story and what you're doing. So it's really cool. Really, really cool. It is cool. Lane's cool as well, even though yeah. uh, I don't like to uh, admit that. Well, no, I like to admit that. I don't like to remind myself of how cool he is because I don't ever get to see him in person anymore. Gotcha. If you invited him here, maybe you'd get to see him in person. I know. We could have done this. I don't know. <laughs> ask, and you, ask and you shall receive. You know? oh, yeah, right. right. There you yeah. go. There you go. Uh, hey, well, also, the quick little thing, uh, Lane is freshly engaged. Hey, congrats. So off the market. That's cool. Um, all the way done. And uh, so uh, Aaron is her name. Aaron Rogers. Aaron Rogers. Rogers, that's my maiden name. That's her maiden. Hold on. <laughs> What's happening here? <laughs> Aaron, are we cousins? Are we no. cousins? Um, that's and cool. And so, congratulations yeah, for that. Congrats, that's awesome. Thanks, man. Is she? It, and she's uh she's highly involved in ministry as well. So that's kind of a cool. Yes. And she's a better singer than you. So that's. She is, which is, <laughs> which is awesome. That is so great. That's always a good thing. And I look forward to hearing you guys uh, be in music together at some point. Um, speaking of music, uh, let's talk about you as a musician, you as a songwriter. And uh, I'm sure we'll mention City Boys in some way, you know, because I would imagine you would want to do that. Um, and let's do that in six minutes so you can leave and go to whatever you're supposed to go to. Okay. That sound good? Whatever you want. Um, so you've got, uh, you've been really leaning into writing and releasing music, especially over the last year. Um, you've got some great stuff out. So if you're listening, go check out Lane uh, on Spotify. He's got some or some really great songs. Got to write a really special song for uh, your hometown a while back, which I think has been a fun ride uh, for you. So why don't you just speak to uh, your own uh, efforts in songwriting uh, what that what that has done for you personally, what that means to you personally, and then you know, have you seen any kind of uh, spillover into worship ministry and your worship team as you have pursued music as an individual? What's that done for the team? Yeah. So it it was also sort of a COVID like uh, I don't know something about the the shutdown. It for me it was like. Um, I've always wanted to do this. I've got, I've got some songs that I've written that I feel like are okay. And so, uh, what, what better time to Mm -hmm. to just try it. And so I just 
I just kind of hit this point where it was like, um, just try it and see what happens. And yeah. it was really, really fun. And I felt like a part of me was kind of this. It sounds super um, dramatic, but a part of me was like awakened when I just started to actually <laughs> like to yeah. actually write and to yeah. and to you know like being in the studio and recording and working on production for these songs with with the guys that I've gotten to be in the studio with which is just super fun and so I kind of I kind of came alive to that um yeah and then you know the the song about Mountain View where I'm from and where Taylor has spent some time too was mm-hmm. was last Thanksgiving I was just driving home to see family and Mountain View is kind of a self-proclaimed folk music uh, capital. And so of the world like, of the world, of the world. <laughs> so I was like, it's really weird that I don't feel like I've ever heard a song about this place that means a lot to a lot of people. And so I got on social media and was like, Hey, anybody who's from Mountain View or has visited, what are some things that you love about this place? And I just got flooded with, that's um, cool. information and things like uh going down to the creek and people mm-hmm. waving at you when you drive by and music on the square and uh the swinging bridge and this and that and so then i just i just sat down and it just and it just kind of happened um and that's that's been so fun like the release yeah. was really fun and seeing how i think the most impactful part was like people that have moved away now and we're talking about how it kind of brought them back mm-hmm. home. And that was, that was really special to see that it was, that it was moving people in that way. So right. it's been, it's been really fun to do that. And like I said, I've kind of, it's kind of like sparked something in me. And so with that, it ha- it has kind of, it's directly leaked over to our worship team. Um, we've got a couple really talented writers on our team and basically we've we've kind of just been going on these small cabin retreats um out of Grace ferry and just seeing what what happens so we've written Mm. we've written two or three songs out of that and are in the process of recording the first one and it's really really fun and one of the one of the things i'm most excited about is and you know taylor and i've talked about this like it's really hard just to, you can't just put 20 people in a room, mm-hmm. right? Be like, Let's write a worship song. Mm-hmm. Um, you're just asking for chaos and inefficiency. And so, you know, this group is more like four or five people. Yeah. But I think now having written some music and, and having access to this studio, we're going to have more ways to incorporate our whole team. That's in cool. the process of it, which is what I'm really excited about. So one of the ways, you know, simply that I think we can do that is like, um, obviously like we need somebody to track drums on the song. So like one of our drummers is going to come track and same thing for electric guitar. And, you know, there's a part in the song where we want gang vocals. So it's going to be like, Hey, everybody from the team, like yeah. come yeah. and um, record on this song that, that our team has written and they kind of get to like have some ownership in it. Absolutely. Feel like they're a part of this thing that's bigger than them. Mm -hmm. And I'm just really, I'm really, really stoked about that. We're, we're just, like I said, we're on our first song 
but it's already been really, really fun. So yeah, mm-hmm. I think, I think me kind of finally giving into the the songwriter that I think God has, has made me to be mm-hmm. and just allow him to work through that has kind of spilled over into some of our worship culture and just mm-hmm. a desire to create and to help people do the same. So yeah, I definitely think it's spilled over. Yeah. I look forward to it because you guys do have, um, some really great writers on your team. And, uh, so I, I think that's going to be awesome. Looking forward to what you guys put out and God has brought, cause I know the team God's brought you guys some awesome people who can come alongside you and help make that happen, which is really good. So last thing, uh, one minute left. We have, um, if you were talking to a room of, um, church plant ministry leaders or people who are starting out or young leaders in ministry who are having to wear multiple hats and having to have multiple responsibilities, but really are passionate about worship ministry. Um, what advice would you give them on, on how to lean into more music with their team and, and to pursue that, um, you know, um, specific church sound or, you know, how, how do they be more, more of a musician with their team in the middle of that? Yeah. Uh, the first thing I think of is start small, mm-hmm. you know, like you look at these, these huge worship initiatives like diamonds worship <laughs> and you think to yourself like, man, I just, or elevation or, uh, yeah, so similar. <laughs> so similar. And you're like, uh, how do I, you're like, man, I just want to get there. Um, yeah. And that's all well and good, but start with whatever God's given you. Like if it's yep. if it's just you, if you're the only one mm-hmm. with with talent and a heart for this, then just start with yourself. Um, if that's one other person, then get in the room with that one other person, and then slowly like pray about how you can incorporate other people into it. Uh, you're you're not an island. Like don't don't try to do it on your own, but also yeah. don't be afraid to start small. And then just see see what God does with that. That's what that's probably what I would say. That's good. That's good advice. Heather, you have anything else? Or are we good? I'm I'm good. I've really enjoyed this conversation with you, Lane. I think it's great. And and congratulations on just including your team and rallying them around, you know, just this energy and excitement and just just being the catalyst to this awakening of tapping into creativity and including your team. I think it's awesome. I think it's so great. For sure. Well, it, it really isn't, you know, I was, I was, I'm not fully joking about the, the Diamonds Worship stuff and what you guys do. It, it really is encouraging to see it kind of on the other, mm-hmm. and just another part of the state. It's like, uh, cool, God really is moving. And uh, there's, there's people and musicians specifically that have been changed by Jesus and what he's done. And we get to, we get to write songs about that and lead lead teams that believe that and that's that's really exciting to watch happen in other areas that that are not conway so it's cool look for a cross collab at some point it'll be fun yeah we're ready hey um it's good seeing you i publicly apologize for not hanging out with you a few weekends ago when you came up and uh but in my defense you did call me like the day of so i did but we're gonna miss out um thanks for the time buddy Yeah, thanks for having me. We'll see you, man. See you later.